This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Next week, the Seattle Department of Education and Early Learning will host their 2021 Spring Institute on Children, Race, and Racism, Elevating the Brilliance of Black Boys. With me today to talk about the event is Dwayne Chappelle, Director of the Department of Education and Early Learning, and Sonia Griffith, Deals Manager of Quality Practice and Professional Development. Good morning, Dwayne. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, Dwayne, let's start with you because this looks to be a very uh, powerful and promising event. Uh, we hear a lot of talk about supporting black and brown children, specifically black and, black and brown boys. Um, you know, why is this such an important event, not only for educators, but more importantly to our community as a whole? Yeah, uh, so thank you for that. that you know, when I, so this uh, around last September when I was uh, – um, confirmed into this role, you know, there was a pledge that we made a deal that we would demonstrate through not only just through our words and deeds, but um, um, that we believe in investing in like our youth and, and making sure that we were committed to cultivating the brilliance and excellence of our children. And, and this upcoming institute that, that you just um, uh, mentioned is just really a piece of the evidence that supports the claims that we made back then. And, and what we're going to be doing is elevating the brilliance of our black boys. Uh, our, um, at, at here at Deal, we're committed to closing race-based opportunity gaps um, and investing in our community and, and making sure that we're leveraging our resources to uh, ensure that, our, that all of our scholars um, achieve their dreams. And you're about to hear in a moment um, just how uh, wonderful this opportunity is going to be because uh, this year's focus is elevating the brilliance of our uh, black males. And, and we definitely uh, want to make sure that uh, we're tapping into their genius and, and, and highlighting their brilliance and making sure that they um, have the necessary resources and tools to be successful. Uh, so this is extremely important for us, and we're super excited about it. Right. Now, Dwayne, this is a virtual event, correct? Yes, it is. And, and Sonia, she'll, she'll, Sonia's here. Sonia will give you an a, a overview of the event and everything. And, yes, it is okay. a virtual event. Okay. And, Sonia, as we bring you into the conversation, uh, this is a three-day conference, and you guys have packed quite a bit into the schedule. You know, let's talk a little about the speakers because you really have a powerful group of speakers um, who individually could uh, really carry a conference by themselves, but you have three very powerful speakers over the course of three days, uh, and let's like start talking about those two, starting with Dr. Eddie Moore, Jr. Um, sure. So 
We are really excited to bring Dr. Eddie Moore, Jr. to the Pacific Northwest. He's not new to uh, being in the Pacific Northwest. Um, the title of his keynote this year is The Black Boy Question, Can White Women Educators Build Black Genius, Black Excellence? Dr. Moore is going to introduce his concepts from his book, A White Woman's Guide to Teaching Black Boys. This book was created to support white women to engage in concentrated, focused inquiry around their relationship with black male students and the impact on those relationships related to issues of white supremacy, white privilege, race, and racism. If we can do this, if we can fix education so that black boys show up at school in the wholeness of their selves, so that black boys feel a sense of belonging, nurturance, challenge and love at school so that black boys grow up to live full lives with meaningful work and a sound educational foundation. So if you come on day one, you're going to hear all that from Dr. Eddie Moore, Jr. And then you guys also have uh, Dr. Deborah Sullivan scheduled as a speaker as well, who is dynamic in her own uh, regards. Exactly. So Dr. Sullivan um, her keynote address is Elevating the Brilliance of Black Boys, and many of you, of, the, of your listeners, might be familiar with Dr. Sullivan's work, her book, um, Cultivating the Genius of Black Children. So Dr. Sullivan, the genius of black boys and their exceptional intellectual ability, creativity, and originality, and their insatiable curiosity about the world around them an unwavering focus on the things that capture their interest and an expectation that all the answers to their unanswered questions will be revealed. And that is on day two, Thursday, June 3rd. We'll hear from Dr. Deborah Sullivan. Right. And then also uh, I see that you guys have Chris Chapman uh, from the Oakland Kingsmakers. And, you know, Oakland Kingsmakers, uh, that organization has been – um, getting a lot of notoriety in the past few years, not only in the state of California, but across this country. And so um, certainly there are a lot of people across the country who are trying to implement or duplicate um, what they're doing with the Kingsmakers program down there in Oakland. Um, and I know they're trying to do some similar stuff here, here in Seattle, but certainly this is an opportunity um, to hear from a person um, whose organization has really made a difference uh, in a very in a city that's been very difficult for them to get some traction, especially among uh, black boys. Yes, we're excited to have Chris um, join us as well. Um, so we actually have two opportunities. On Thursday, we actually will hear from the Young Kings of Oakland. So Chris will facilitate that workshop. And so this is their early literacy kings, and these are kings who recently graduated from high school who are now part of a pilot project to design and implement the Men of Color Early Education Teaching Fellows Program. And so that is the Early Literacy Kings. So participants in this workshop, they're going to learn how they are unlocking the potential and changing the narrative and helping to diversify the teacher pipeline by engaging recent young men of color who are high school graduates in exploring a career in early education. And then... Dr. or Chris Chapman will also close us out. He will be our final closing keynote, and the title of his keynote 
um, presentation is We Dare Say Love, which is based on the book that um, was written around supporting achievement in the educational life of black boys. So in this book, or in this presentation, he's just going to talk again about the critical, important issue of what it means to educate black male students in large urban school districts. Um, he will chronicle the development and implementation of the African-American Male Achievement Initiative in Oakland Unified School District, and again, talk about following this uh, group of black male educators who change district policy and practice to create a learning experience for black boys rooted in love. And I do want to just also highlight our own local um, kings, uh, Seattle Public School kings. So they will kick off on Friday morning. We're going to hear from our African-American Male Achievement Student Leadership Council, Nothing About Us Without Us, facilitated by Adam, Adam Hazlip and Kevin Loyal. And this will feature our Seattle Public School Kings. So I think it's important that we're able to hear from our own local kings and the work they're doing around um, holding Seattle Public Schools accountable um, to their education, so in supporting the brilliance of black students in Seattle Public Schools. Mr. Right. Mr. Bennett, I also wanted to uh, highlight that uh, you just mentioned about the the, the kingmakers of Oakland, and as, as a reminder, uh, we have uh, kingmakers of Seattle. We actually started kingmakers of Seattle in uh, four schools in Seattle maybe about four years ago. Uh, we have them three middle schools and one high school, and we're actually in the process of expanding uh, the kingmakers of Seattle to two more schools, um, hopefully uh, by the fall. And so it's, 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 it's extremely exciting that uh, we do have this opportunity to um, lean in and, and, and tap the brilliance of, of Mr. Chapman for this institute, uh, for all of our uh, uh, educators here in Seattle that'll, that'll be participating in it. And um, I want to go back and just really just exemplify my excitement because, you know, as a father, um, I have a black male son as well. I know you have kids, and, and it's just something about us making sure that our young scholars are going to be elevated and, and, um, and, and highlighted within their classes, within their environments, so when they grow up, um, they can be the next Chris Bennett, um, um, CEO of Medium, running their own um, radio station newspaper. They can be Dwayne Chappelle if they aspire to. You know, we just have to make sure that uh, we're starting now um, at a young age and, and, and ensuring that our uh, young kings um, are feeling the excitement that I'm feeling right now uh, um, so they can pursue their dreams. Right. And, and Dwayne, um, you know, speaking of the Kingsmaker program, you know, th this is a partnership I believe you guys have with the uh, Seattle Public Schools. And can you kind of talk about the vision of the Kingmaker program here in Seattle and why you guys feel that this is such an important program to the future uh, plight of not only just black males in our community, but our community as a whole? Yes, absolutely, Mr. Bennett. So you have so the future of the, of the Kingmakers program. Ultimately, we want to make sure that our that our like as, as I mentioned a moment ago that our young kings are uh, uh, they they have the necessary supports needed in order to be successful in the classroom. There's opportunities uh, as within our levy, as I mentioned earlier. You know this is uh, you know we're closing race-based opportunity gaps right uh, within our levy, and when we first started the Kingmakers program. 
you know, initially, as I mentioned, three middle three middle schools and a high school. But the main, the, the few focus really is making sure that they have a consistent facilitator um, within the classroom, that there's professional development uh, for the facilitators. And then they, they have this uh, um, um, Kepra curriculum that uh, the young kings are being exposed to. And, 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 and I want to make sure that I'm clear because um, when people in education, when they hear me talk about uh, either opportunity gaps um, or so forth, you know, they, they're talking about, or should I say that I'm talking about the difference or access of right outcomes for some groups compared to another group. And so, for an example, um, we typically compare black student graduation rates to, uh, I'm, just, I'm just giving an example, to, to white students' graduation rates. And what we're doing at Deal, uh, Mr. Bennett, we're really trying to be intentional about not comparing our students of color uh, uh, to a standard of whiteness. So instead, we're looking at our young scholars and young people and say, hey, what's the goal for all of our children? Um, and we want, like, for an example, everyone to graduate from high school. And I'll bring it back to the kingmakers. It's the same philosophy within our kings. We know that our kings um, have genius in them, um, they, and they have uh, many lived experiences that uh, the system that they're actually in um, is not uh, tapping. So that's, that's pretty much another goal of what Kingmakers is doing, is trying to uh, untap, uh, or should I say tap, the genius and brilliance of our kings. Right. And, uh, Dwayne, uh, let's, let's, let's bring it back full circle to the conference. You know, who is this conference geared towards? I mean, who can truly benefit from uh, attending and being a part of this conference? Sonia, did you want to talk about that? Um, I would say all educators will benefit. I mean, you know, educators, community members, uh, family members. I think there's probably a takeaway, something for everyone in this conference. And the central focus is basically on, you know, zeroing, zeroing in on culturally responsive, anti-bias, and anti-racist teaching practices. So I think there's something for everyone. And, Mr. Bennett, and I, guess- I would also like to... Go ahead, Go ahead, Mr. Bennett. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, also just like to say that, and, uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, for us closing race-based opportunity gaps, um, it's going to take collective af- uh, uh, action. This, this work that we do is not monolithic, right? It, it, it has to be co- partnerships between the schools, the city, uh, community, colleges. We're all in this together to uh, make sure that our young scholars are going to be successful. So this is, this is another... Um, piece of just the importance of the collective action that that needs that, that who could take advantage of this conference, right? And I think you guys have about. And if nine I could just words. add, I think to Dwayne's point that this is not a one-time event. This is ongoing work for our department, and it's work that has been going on for over thirty years. So the first Children, Race, and Racism conference happened thirty years ago in nineteen ninety under the leadership of Saitakifu Akina James. And 25 years later, with the support of my amazing team in Deal, we were able to bring the Children, Race, and Racism Institute to the Seattle Department of Education and Early Learning. And now we're continuing this annually. So it's not just a one-time event. This is everyday, hard <laughs> lived work that we are focused on. Right. Now, um, this is a uh, a free event to the public, correct? Yeah, it is Mr. free Mr. to the public. Okay. And how can people people register and access the event? 
So the registration um, for the event, I can give you the, um, I will speak the, uh, where they can go to register for the event. So it's education.seattle.gov backslash Brain Institute. Or you can email us at education at seattle.gov. All right. I'm going to ask you to give that information out one more time. Registration at education.seattle.gov backslash Spring Institute or email us at education at seattle.gov. All right. And uh, can people also access that same website to get more uh, information as well? Pardon, can you repeat that? In order for them to get more information uh, about the event and look at a, at a schedule and all that, that, that same information is available at that website as well, correct? Yes. All of the detailed information about the event is at the, at the registration link or they can email us for more specific, detailed information as well. All right. And, Dwayne, I'm going to ask you to close us out of this segment, and I appreciate you guys coming on the show today. Um, but I'm going to ask you to close out this segment uh, by, you know, telling us, you know, our listening audience, what you hope people take away from this conference and how it aligns with your department's mission um, moving forward. Yes. Um, uh, so... What I hope people take away from this conference is, they, is that they come, they have an opportunity to listen to these amazing uh, presentations from our keynote speakers, participate in these workshops that, that are going to be uh, facilitated by our experts who can tap, uh, who can share strategies and best practices to uh, tap the uh, genius in our black uh, uh, students. Um, I'm, I'm hoping educators and, and, and community members and those who participate will see and, and, and have, we'll see another path of how to make sure that we're being culturally responsive when we're engaging our kings. And, you know, Mr. Bennett, I, I, I really, uh, and, and I go back to saying how we align this to uh, our whole uh, mission and vision of the uh, of Department of Education and Early Learning. Our, our big uh, mission is really to uh, close race-based opportunity gaps through our strategic investments. And we have four goals, right? We, we talk about high-quality environments for uh, preparing our scholars for kindergarten readiness. We talk about uh, physical and mental health services that support learning in college and, and job readiness experiences that's promoting high school graduation. And then uh, our fourth goal is, is post-secondary opportunities um, that we want to ensure that our, 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 king, our scholars um, obtain some type of credential or degree. And I say that because this conference is only the beginning of what uh, of meeting the mission and vision of, of what we're set out to do and how we're supporting all of our uh, uh, Seattle scholars. And I, I want to close by thanking you, Mr. Bennett. You've given us this platform, this opportunity uh, to come on and share this great work that we're doing, that we've been doing. You've been continued, uh, uh, continued support of us. And, and it wouldn't be, um, uh, it, it doesn't fall on us to know how you've come up and how you've set high standards as a black male, a black organization, just elevating and showing us 
this blueprint of how to be successful. So I, I just thank you for what you've done for uh, not only our department, what you've done for the community, but also by setting the standard of what black excellence looks like. So I appreciate you, Mr. Bennett, for letting us um, get on here. Thank, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I look at what you guys have done there uh, in deal in the last few years. And, I, you know, I think there's it's a great benefit to the community with the things that you guys have uh, done and you're implementing and are continuing to do um, and just working with the resources that you guys have available, especially during some times when things have gotten a little tight, tight with budgets and COVID. So I really want to thank you and your staff for really being uh, on top of these things and being persistent uh, and intentional about the work that you guys are doing um, to better the plight of our young men and young women and for the future in our community. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it. And again, thank you for setting the blueprint for uh, what black excellence looks like. Right. All right. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Sonia, for joining us on today's show. Thank you. All right. Again, the event Bye-bye. will take place next week, June 2nd through the 4th. Uh, it'll be a virtual event. More information is available online at education.seattle.gov forward slash spring institute. Again, that's education.seattle.gov forward slash spring institute. The uh, conference is free and open to the public, um, so be sure to uh, register and secure your place for this uh, worthy event that I'm sure people are going to be talking about for some years and is going to help transform our city here into the future.